Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show today are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. In today's episode, the Cuzzies will be continuing the road trip. We're back at it again, and we're going to two awesome parks. We are going to Dorney Park. Is that correct? Fuck, I messed up. Yep, yep, yep. Dorney Park. <laughs> and I think it's Coastal Bros. favorite park. I'm pretty sure it's Knobles. Psych, it's his favorite park. We're so excited to hear all about it. He's going to nerd out and go crazy. So you know what to do? Listen to that cuzzy in your ear. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, Coastal Bro, what it do, my dude? Hey, man. I'm happy as hell. We we about to go to a beer fest today. I'm pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. How you been, man? You went on a, on a cruise. I was. I was on a cruise, and um, it was the Caribbean, Mariner of the Seas. The ship was a little four dayer, so not too long, but just amount, just right around, just the right amount, and it was fucking awesome. And uh, let me just put it this way. I love cruising. I am hooked on the cruising bug. I think it's one of the best ways to travel because it's like, it's not the craziest thing. That's It's not super expensive. And really your lodging and food is already paid for. We got the drink package. And all in all, I was in, I mean, $700 um, for the whole vacation. And I pretty much don't have to worry about like, you know, tr- you know, driving anywhere or doing all that kind of stuff. I could literally just drink all day, eat all day and stumble back to my room or do whatever I want. And mini golf, I did all this kind of stuff. I even turned into the sexiest man alive competition. I got fourth out of six. Um, <laughs> uh, pretty pretty sure about that. They didn't re-announce. You know, they said it was the top three, but I'm assuming I got fourth out of six because sure, sure. definitely had better dance moves than the, the other two people that were down there. So um, There's a lot of sexy motherfuckers on cruises. So I understand how, uh, you know, you're more of a fourth place guy there. <laughs> The guy that won was 79 years old named Billy G. And he definitely, like, he knew about this competition and definitely brought his A game. He even had costume changes, all this kind of stuff. Wow. I just, I mean, I told my friends I would do it if I was drunk enough. Unfortunately, I wasn't drunk enough and I kind of got roped into it. So, but hey, it was still fun. I had a great time. Uh, I actually already booked another cruise on the ship. So I'm actually going on another one in April 2023. I'm doing a seven dayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a blast. Um, I was on Royal Caribbean and we went to their private island called Coco Cay. And that was probably the best day because it's like the food is so delicious and you're just in the water all day. Blast. So many fun things to do. And it's like, it's one of those things where you just kind of do whatever you want. And it has a little bit of everything for everybody, essentially. If someone wants to be really big into like these ports and stuff, they get off and explore them, do certain excursions, like history ones, they go shopping, all that kind of stuff. And on the ship itself, there's fun little activities to do and, and just a blast, essentially. And uh, I had a great time. I already booked another one. I'm probably going to book another one in the fall as well, like a smaller one just for fun. Um, and I already decided whenever I get married, my bachelor party is going to be a, a, a bro cruise, so it's going to be a blast. So that'll probably be the next cruise I go on because I hate cruises. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. There's no theme park, but other <laughs> that's a blast. Like you just people watch, you just like I don't know. 
You just get drinks all the time. It's just fantastic. You just lay back and just chill. It is it is almost like my dream type of vacation. So, see for me, for me, a, a cruise is uh, you eat, you shit, you eat, you shit, you eat, you shit some more. Do drink. I played pickleball. I did um, I did like a um, soccer shootout thing. I did a. Uh, uh, mini golf one time this is like a lot of things to do you just gotta find them we did a game of thrones uh trivia competition one time uh i did the sexist man live i mentioned and all that kind of stuff and i was just on the ship itself you know when we stopped in nassau um did a little bit of like kind of touristy stuff and then went to this like little bar and had like some some cock fritters there and stuff like that but you're right you do eat a lot you do drink a lot and you're definitely shouldn't a lot so that happened to me quite a bit on the ship but hey um it was awesome and also just walking around the ships which at night and stuff and just kind of seeing out there it just really makes you feel how how big the world is and how how small we are sometimes in this world it's kind of cool and you get you get to meet a lot of foreign people too like especially people working on the ships and stuff getting to know them is just kind of really cool like our waiter and assistant waiter at our dining room um each night uh Rihat and Muhammad and shout out to them they were fantastic um if you guys tend to be listening i don't know if they're listening probably not but uh they're on a ship they don't really have wi-fi i mean they probably do um i would pay for wi-fi because i'm cheap um anyways it was a blast so i had a good time um but yeah cruising jeff ever been on a cruise nope no well you should i think you would like it the food was delicious i had so much steak it is a bucket list thing i just yeah. Never have made plans for one. Anyways, I also booked another trip um, last night, actually, with uh, um, Filthy Casual Kyle and my friend Hallie as well. We just booked flights to Dublin, Ireland. So we're going to be going to Ireland for uh, like nine or ten days or something like that. Um, I think it's ten days. Uh, we're going to be there from uh, October 23rd through November 2nd. So we're going to be celebrating uh, Halloween in Ireland. It's going to be a blast. So um, don't really know what we're going to do all there yet. But if any listeners have any ideas of what to do in Ireland, um, send us some DMs and shit. Coaster bro, send them my way. I think you just uh, drink Guinness. Well, it's definitely going to be that. Probably a bunch of like very heavy food, like potatoes. Eat potatoes and soup and Guinness soup and Guinness potatoes. I feel like everything just have Guinness on it and Guinness Guinness. Guinness Guinness. You know, I yeah. actually actually planned a trip myself. Oh yeah, where are you going? Wife and I are going on a. You know, like back in 2010 when we went on crazy road trips and shit. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. Uh oh. <laughs> we're, 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 we're going to Pennsylvania. Nice. We are going to, and I think it's going to be in July, but a ton of parks, ton of parks. Going to include Kentucky Kingdom, Hershey, Knobles, Kennywood, and a bunch of little parks along the way. So pretty pumped for that. That's the damn that dream. What are you going on that? Oh, in July. Nice. In July. Just got the vacation approved. We're fucking rolling. Yeah, and if you got a few more trips this summer, I don't know which ones I'm gonna do yet. So, well, I'm glad you had a great cruise, brother. Oh, it was a blast. I am solely, fully committed to the cruise life. 
I just love that you have something new to hyperfixate on. I don't think it's hyperfixation. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy the vacation style. That it's right up my alley. Vacations. All right, theme park stuff, man. I'm glad you had a great cruise. I'm glad you're going to Ireland and shit. That's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, we have a, a special guest on our show. This is a man who recently just got a logo, started creating some content, putting some reels out on the internet. And most importantly, he is a fan of the RZA, the Jizza, you got Inspector Deck, Ghostface Killer, the Wu Tang Clan. Welcome on Ride Ryan. <laughs> What's Damn, up, dude? Ryan's How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Honored to be on the show. Uh, you know, like the wrestler intro. Feels like I'm checking into the SmackDown Hotel on the corner of Know Your Old Boulevard and Jabroni Drive. It's, it's great to be here. You know, I'm just uh, just, chat, is... just uh, chilling with you guys this morning, drinking some coffee and uh, about to talk coasters, man. I feel really good about bringing you on the show because you've already dropped Jabroni, which I respect a lot. Yeah, and that was his role. Yeah. And yeah, after I invited yeah. you, by the way, I realized you had the Wu-Tang tattoo and I knew it's going to go well. It's going to go yeah. really well. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Liquid Swords, one of my favorite Wu-Tang albums, just started like 13 years old, skateboarding and listening to them. And it's been ever since, man, you know? It's a vibe. I love that shit. Well, uh, we just picked you up from, are there any Hooters in Pennsylvania? I'm trying to think. Uh, there used to be a lot i remember growing up and my uncle and grandfather would take me to hooters in the area all the time but i haven't seen one in what feels like 10 years it's been forever <laughs> we must have picked you up from the parking lot of an old defunct one um and uh welcome on welcome on the road trip i think we were all on the last road trip so it's only fitting we pick up somebody from an old hooters parking lot so we're headed to dorney park and Knobles today and, um, you know, Dorney Park, I like to call it Worlds of Fun East. And then we also are going to my favorite amusement park in the world. I know you love Knobles too. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out here. And I'm pretty pumped for it. So we'll go ahead and jump into the road trip. Woo! Starting with Dorney Park, our history genius. That's pointed <laughs> by me, Chef Jeff. Wikipedia extraordinaire. Wikipedia extraordinaire. <laughs> Fill us in on the history of Dorney Park. Yeah. So Dorney Park can claim history as far back as 1860 with the namesake Solomon Dorney building a trout hatchery and summer resort on his property near Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh, eventually becoming a public attraction featuring games, playground equipment, uh, refreshments, picnic groves, a hotel, and a restaurant as well as adding a small zoo and gardens by the 1880s. The park was a stop on the Allentown, Cutstown, apologies if I mispronounce, uh, trolley line, and is classed as one of 14 remaining trolley parks in the US. Uh, the operating company for that trolley line purchased the park from Dorney, operating it until 1923, selling it to Robert Plar and partners, whom he bought out shortly after and ran the park until his death in 1966. After a few changes in ownership, it ultimately came to be owned by Cedar Fair in 1992. She wrote a history book. That was great. I tried. Amazing. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a little bit of history here. 
surprisingly. A lot of people think Cedar Fair parks don't have a lot of history. That's fucking false. Yeah. Right. All right. So we'll hop into the coaster highlights here. And as I was like going through RCDB, as I am the RCDB genius, um, you got Wikipedia unlock. I got RCDB. They have 10 defunct roller coasters here. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, um, yeah, Ryan, if you have any, this wasn't on the, on the outline or anything, but are there any <laughs> defunct roller coasters that like you rave about that you rode, you know, growing up as a kid or anything like that? Um, so there's a place like right by my grandparents' house called Williams Grove. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <gasps> yeah, Mechanicsburg, PA. Um, that place was awesome. They had uh, a really sketchy Woody. I think it was the Cyclone there. And that yeah. thing was, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. So I didn't really ride it much. But they had a great dark ride in uh, Dante's Inferno, I think it was called. And one of like the coolest walkthrough fun houses that I can remember. Like I have such good memories of that place like especially the fun house you know yeah but yeah but i mean i mean williams grove that place used to be the shit like now i think it's just a speedway and like um a saturday's like flea market thing but yeah i mean the coaster's still standing they still got the woody up but holy that's cow it. yeah that thing didn't look like it was going to be standing when it was operating yeah it was it was a sketchy <laughs> piece of shit for sure i i wrote it maybe like four or five times growing up and like each time i would come off as a kid just bawling because it was scared the shit out of me so and today i'm a coaster enthusiast so yeah you know there's one way it's like being thrown into the deep end as a, as a child without knowing yeah. how to swim it's kind of yeah. what it sounds like yeah, I became uh, an enthusiast the, the way god intended through youtube and through covid and um yeah that's about it <laughs> that, that's how growing we started this podcast tycoon Mm-hmm. that's beautiful well were there any at dorney park what i mean were there any that you've ridden so i haven't ridden any of the defuncts at dorney like i said i just i've just been going there like the past couple of years like oh, okay yeah after after covid happened i'm like shit time to get out the parks you know mm-hmm. da, 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 da. like i can't believe it was my first time like visiting dorney being from pennsylvania you know it's fucking weird but I'm just, and it's one of the oldest parks like too it's so old you know mm-hmm. but yeah just and it was great you know going my it blew me away my first time people think it's like a bottom tier cedar fair park fuck that it's it, it's a wonderful place <laughs> and it is like i remember going there like not expecting much from it and yeah. i remember it also being like very pretty and there's like some other attractions there that are like wait a second this is kind of special yeah for real so we'll jump into the coaster lineup here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what one of my favorites um, from the collection, and a lot of people say it's a little bit overrated, but we're going to the JoJo role, Hydra: The Revenge, which I believe was the replacement for an old shitty wooden roller coaster called Hercules at the time, and apparently there's some sort of Greek mythology or some shit that yeah. Hydra came back. I don't know. I don't know the story. Wikipedia man, do you know anything about that? uh the hydra you cut off a head to show to another place okay i got you all right well hydra is the it's b&m sit down roller coaster and it features seven inversions which is kind of surprising you don't think it packs that much in there but one of my favorite i mean the best part of the ride is right out of the station where you have this heartline jojo (laughs) where you go so slowly yeah. through this like quick inversion well not quick probably the slowest inversion of my damn life 
and um, <laughs> and then the rest of it, you know, it's a um, 95 foot tall floorless coaster. So it's, it's not going to do too much snuck in seven versions somehow, but um, you know, it's not going to be your top one. I don't think usually, but it's a pretty good little kind of on the tamer side floorless coaster. Ryan, what are your yeah. thoughts on Hydra, man? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Jojo roll, the best part, like I've always said, like they should just call it Hydra, the Jojo roll, like Jojo roll back to the station. You're done, you know, right. Yeah. Over. But, <laughs> that would be a perfect coaster actually. Yeah. But I mean, like I did a, I did a thing on my stories where I was like, Oh, what's the worst floor list that you've been on. And I got a couple answers for Hydra, a lot for scream. Um, but a lot of people think Hydra is, you know, rough and shaky. It's not that bad. It's just, just, you know, boring coaster besides the jojo roll that thing slaps but yeah i mean it is a ride that opened in 2005 too so b&m from that long ago it's going to have a little bit of rattle regardless i think yeah. i mean that never bothers me but you know some people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's, right. a, it's yeah it's a decent coaster definitely not my favorite in the park but we'll get to it <laughs> but i think it might be oh maybe i mean could could sneak into a top three of the park maybe yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the top three. Because yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next coaster on the list, we've got Possessed, which is the Intamin Impulse coaster. And this is personally one of my favorites because, at least when I wrote it. Um, so, oh, hold on. This this is gonna make, this is gonna give um, Jeff a little little like tinkle in his pants not tinkle but like a <laughs> you know a little tickle in his pants my body's ready this is an old coaster from jugga lake the old steel venom coaster oh, yeah. relocated to dorney park so we had to sneak in the jugga lake reference at some point here yeah and what i love about this ride is like it has like weird sound effects and a hold break when i rode and it was like a huge surprise to me voodoo Wait, it used to be called Voodoo. What is it now? Possessed. Possessed, yeah. yeah. So I might be, I might have read Voodoo. <laughs> I don't remember. And when it was at Geauga Lake, uh, when it was Six Flags, it was Superman and then converted to Steel Venom. Jeez. The... Talk about too many names. Right. But yeah, Ryan, you got any any thoughts on Steel? Well, Steel Venom, Voodoo, Possessed, <laughs> Superman? Too many. Too many names and like not enough impulse coasters even out there. It's crazy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it for what it is. It's a lot of fun. I hear that they're gonna bring back a holding break or something like that for Ooh. it. Yeah, they're gonna bring they're gonna take the holding break from another intimate impulse out there. I forget which one, or maybe just get a new one. But I'm pretty sure it's from another coaster, from what I've heard. But yeah, once they have that holding break, that thing's gonna be awesome. I mean, it's still awesome. It's a lot of fun. Like. The launch, it's just like, like it screams at you. Like it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like but, the only way you can theme an, an impulse, really. Yeah, to to screaming, you know, possessed. Just call it that. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. <laughs> At least they didn't call it scream. At least they didn't call it scream. <laughs> That's true. Uh, as soon as you brought that up, I'm thinking about the parking lot poster at Magic Mountain just playing Darude Sandstorm over and over. I'm not going to do it. We would appreciate it if you went ahead and finished that song. 
That was a part. <laughs> Next coaster on the list, we're going to Mamba's cousin, Steel Force. Steel Force, the oh, the Morgan Hyper coaster that um, was added in 1997. So actually, the older brother of Mamba, one of the first, maybe the first of the three. I don't remember if Wild Thing was before that or not, but. You got a ride that's 205 feet tall, drops your speeds at 75 miles an hour. Pretty much the exact same fucking layout as Mamba, but the turnaround is a little bit different. Where are you on the fanboy spectrum of Steel Force? Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, shit. Uh, it's Steel, Steel Force is my favorite coaster at Dorney Park, hands down. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's... I love old classic like hypers, like um, especially Morgan. You know, I've been on shit, Steel Force, Magnum. Um, fuck, there was another one too. But like, I got to get out to Steel Eel. I'm trying to think. I've been on like four Morgan hypers, and Steel Eel's the only one that I need. And Superman yeah. Ultimate Escape down in Mexico or whatever. But Steel so you Eel's rode Wild Thing. I think Wild Thing is the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah, okay. um, so I mean, but out of all those Morgan hypers, I mean, Phantom's Revenge aside, like it's my favorite classic hyper. I mean, I love Steel Force. A lot of people say. There's no airtime on it or whatever, but that's bullshit. I mean, I get standing airtime. There's airtime if you want it, like if you look for it. Yeah. If you kind of get yourself up into it. But yeah, I mean, those last couple of hills had me stand in. I love it. I, I just love Steel Force. I don't know. <laughs> and in my experience, too, I did feel like Steel Force was a Mamba that ran much harder. Oh, like, yeah. I, I did feel like there was more airtime on the Bunny Hills and, um, and on like the second drop and shit so yeah i think i'm with you on this this is one of my it's gosh i don't even know how i would rank the coasters here but i think it's competition for number one at darnay park yeah definitely i mean it's i mean i don't really like rank inverts like in the same category as like traditional sit-down coasters so like talon that's ranked all with my other inverts but I mean, Steel Force is probably my favorite, like, classic coaster in the park. Yeah. I mean, I'll. Well, while we're on the topic of Talon, Talon is the next coaster I was going to bring up. So you got the B&M Invert Coaster. And, uh, again, we're talking about Patriot's brother, older brother again. And um, Talon is a little bit more aggressive than, than Patriot is at Worlds of Fun, I would say. But I remember riding Talon and being like, oh, shit. Oh, this is, yep, this is Patriot. And then, like, at the ending is a little bit different. <laughs> but um, I know a lot of Pennsylvania natives do love talent and say, this is an underrated invert. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to talent. I think that also, we're talking top three tops here. All right. Let's, uh, I didn't realize how similar they were. I was just looking at it because, I again, have not been up there. So just kind of looking through pictures and, yeah, it looks the yeah, the layout is insanely similar. Yeah, I think it ends with like a like a helix, and Patriot ends with something else. They're like different in the ending or whatever. But that ending helix on Talon is intense as hell. I love that thing. 
I was going to say that your helix on Talon looks a lot more intense than Patriots. Patriots, you can tell they're kind of like, oh, Talon was a little bit too much, so let's kind of make this helix go up a little bit and take some G-forces off. But Yeah, I think it rips your feet off, man. It's awesome. Next coaster on the list, we got the Woody of the group, Thunderhawk, Dorney Park, the 1924 PTC wooden roller coaster. What kind of shape is this in right now, Ryan? Um, <laughs> uh, not not the kind of shape that makes you want to re-ride it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I've given Thunderhawk like a handful of chances, and it just it doesn't do much. It's you know, just a pretty mad woody. I don't know. Um, especially for being like a PTC, given its age. I love those classic woodies, you know. Phoenix is one of my favorite coasters of all time. So thunder, so when I first went to Dorney, I'm like, oh fucking Thunderhawk, like PTC Woody from the 40s or some shit. Let's go. And it was awful. I'm not a not a not not a Thunderhawk fan, you know. That sucks because the last time I visited was like I don't know, 2014, 2015, something like that. And I was like surprised by it. I was like, oh, this is in pretty good shape. But you know, wooden coasters, man, they can go year to year and just turn into garbage. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not just, it's not like super rough or in like bad shape or anything like that. I just don't enjoy the layout. There's zero airtime. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, just kind of rolls through it, man. And like the classic part of it's kind of been neutered too, I'd say probably with Cedar Fair, yeah. you know, probably adding seat belts, probably used to operate with buzz bars or different trains and now they're, I mean, they're probably on what, the single lap bar kind of thing, you know? Oh, man. I don't even remember. It's okay if you I, don't know. Yeah, I really don't off the top of my head. Well, makes sense because it's to- no good. <laughs> Yeah, when I go to when I go to Dorney, it's usually the one that I like walk past on the way to Steel Force and just yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of one and done coasters out there for me too. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't call it like one and done. It's just not something that I personally enjoy, but it does have its fans, you know, like people fucking love Thunderhawk. I mean, yeah, Thunderhawk yeah. would say Thunderhead. But yeah. <laughs> You're getting something confused there. Yeah. <laughs> Too many, right. too many thunders, too many screams, too many fucking voodoos, you know. Too many hawks too. Cedar Fair, yeah, a lot of, lot of those, yeah. Thunderhawk, you got a Timberhawk over on the West Coast. You got a Steelhawk. How many fucking hawks are there? <laughs> I think, I think Cedar Fair has more hawks than there's actually hawks. Different types of hawks. I heard they're putting in Carhawk, the antique ride at Kings Island next year or something. <laughs> The new right, volcano so- replacement will be something hawk, volcano hawk. Volcano hawk. <laughs> Next coaster on the list. This is a one and done for me. Although it is a good wild mouse, it is a wild mouse. You've got the Mauer wild mouse operating since 2000. Do you ride this every time you go? Hell no. <laughs> no. Yeah, much no. like, much like uh, even at my home park, like Hershey, I skipped a wild mouse. I, I hate those things. You know, I'll, I'll ride them once for the credit, and that's probably about it. Feel you on that. Yeah. And the last coaster on the list here, we've got Woodstock Express. I believe this is uh, – I do not have this credit. I think I waited in line for this credit and got denied the credit for being an adult, if I remember correctly. Ooh. Even though I don't think it has a rule against adults riding. Yeah, I don't think it does either because I went – like I caught off work 
sometime last year because my friends were like we're going to Dorney and I'm like guess I gotta call off work then so I went with them <laughs> the park was dead and you know Woodstock the Express that was the only coaster we needed for park completion and we got line and they let like all four of us on like because there was no one there though like no kids no you know I remember being kind of mad about it because we like waited in line and I checked the sign and it said adults could ride but then you know it's just like Sometimes with like kid rides, you might have somebody there that's never worked the ride before. And they're just like, no, you can't ride this. It's a kid's ride. I yeah. think that's what happened. And it was like, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to like talk to a supervisor and argue about this. It's a kitty coaster. Yeah. But uh, how dare you? <laughs> but did I want the credit? I sure did. Absolutely. Yeah. I was a little mad Great. at the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that completes the roller coasters of Donna Park. Ryan, man, do you know anything about the extra rides there? Maybe some um, some other rides that people should check out. Not necessarily all of them, but yeah. what are some things that makes Dorney? Because I, I do think some of these extra attractions, other attractions, are what makes Dorney a little bit tear up from Worst Cedar Fair Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they have a River Rapids ride um, called uh, Thunder Canyon, I believe. and mm-hmm what's up i said "Ooh, yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um so and it's it's a beautiful river rapids ride man it's probably one of the only rides in pennsylvania that succeeds in making me feel like i'm not in pennsylvania anymore like it's beautiful man it's it's a great river rapids ride um cool cool rock work um just get fucking soaked on it but it's a lot of fun i mean for a park like dorney i was i'm like what the hell is this doing here you know what i mean but it's i mean it's it's a great addition of the park um so that's so that's a nice one to check out but a really cool um facade for that like there's like a water fountain around and then like the the sign is in the rock work for thunder canyon oh my god yeah yeah it's beautiful and then you can like once you exit the ride you like cross this bridge and you go over and there's this little like picnic table seating area and it's like right along that rock work sign and you can see people like floating past it's just a nice place to like chill it's beautiful man yeah something about you know just sitting there and watching a water rafting ride and watch people react to getting soaked it's a damn good time yeah hell yeah um so when I was also like writing my notes, I came to the realization that Dorney Park m- might have my favorite log flume. Uh, not, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm serious. It's a, it's an old one, but it, it it's amazing. Um, I mean, obviously my favorite's like Splash Mountain. Nothing's going to beat that. But I mean, as far as like outside of Disney, like Dorney Park's log flume is it. That thing is awesome. What makes it special? Um, it's so like you, you go up and you're like really elevated and the, and um just go it's just man i don't know how to explain it um i think it's an old i think it's an old arrow uh log flume like the real deep uh troughs or whatever yeah and it's just like a whole lot of winding and shit up top but like you're you're really elevated and the drop is um, the drops one of the best log flume drops that i've personally like been on i don't know very nice you're i'm gonna have to get wet at this park next time i go yeah, yeah. I mean, I forget what the log flume's called, but it's definitely a good one. Fair enough. I mean, not much, not much in like the way of theming, like you're, you're, you know, floating past like, you know, all this, you know, theming or, you know, plant, whatever the hell. There's none mm-hmm. of that when you're up there. It's just, 
for a log flume, it's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Um, shit, what else is there? I didn't find like too much. There are a few favorites that I can bring up here um, that I remember yeah. riding when I was there, but uh, you know, not many parks. I, I know you Pennsylvania folks are probably spoiled by this ride, but outside of Pennsylvania, you don't get a lot of classic whip rides. And Dorney, Ooh, yeah, that's a great board. one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the I like the whip at Kennywood um, a mm -hmm. little bit more, but but the whip at Dorney is is still a good class good classic fun you know we like to ghost ride the rip whip here at uh at coaster cuzzies hell yeah hell yeah yeah <laughs> one of our favorite songs of all time probably <laughs> and then uh, another one i do want to bring up you've got demon drop here which oh my god how could yeah. i forget <laughs> used to operate at cedar point it's that classic like first generation free fall where you take the elevator up and you're in this car moves you on to a different rail and then you drop kind of shit your pants and then you end up on your back uh, <laughs> with the shit kind of doing weird things in your pants so a lot of people call it coaster credit i don't know that i agree with that but i mean yeah i'm, on, yeah. I'm on the fence with it i mean half of me is like it's a credit for sure but the other half's just like I, uh it has drop tower in the name and when they built this they, they didn't really have like a coaster in mind you know yeah but and there's no like I mean, uphill coast, which kind of bothers me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a one of it is like one of the greatest like drop towers. I mean, again, outside of Disney, Tower of Terror being my favorite. Uh, mm. Demon Drop. I mean, that drop just like your stomach is just gone. Like it drops out. Mm. It's awesome. And this is like a, a style of drop tower that used to be everywhere. Like it was in every Six Flags park, and yeah, it's and just weird. Like two of them. Yeah, I don't even know where the other one is. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. So you're looking actually, at... I've actually been on this ride, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, at Cedar Point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. First time I went to Cedar Point, 2000, I think it was. I wrote it. What are your thoughts on it? I was, I think I was in like sixth grade. I was scared shitless. It was fun. <laughs> I remember it falling. It's going to be on my back. That's, that's all I remember. <laughs> there's something about that like drop towers like nowadays you're just like in the same position but to end up on your back is humbling it just makes you feel yeah, tiny yeah. and small i don't know yeah. it sucks when it's like sunny as hell out and you're on your back and it's just <laughs> yeah could you imagine That's if awesome. they added like a, an airtime hill while you're on your back <laughs> that would have been insane yeah my girlfriend hates that thing she had like a bad ride experience she got on and i guess um the the bar restraint like mm -hmm. stapled the hell out of her so like during the drop it was just, you know she's like i'm never going on that again <laughs> and i mean so like every time we go to dorney she's like you boys can have fun on like she never she's <laughs> never going back on it but. it's probably a good idea <laughs> yeah. and another another highlighted ride too that i remember that i didn't ride but i did appreciate the atmosphere it created they have like a Zephyr train ride where it's like a different style of train. It's not your classic Americana look. It's just like this kind of, it's almost like a bullet train looking thing that goes like three miles an hour, but uh, really cool. I mean, you don't have, when's the last time you rode a fucking Zephyr at an amusement park? Yeah, shit. Theme park stud, Jeff, ever rode a Zephyr at an amusement park before? No. Didn't think nope. so. I think so. So yeah, when you're talking shit, about doing I haven't even ridden a Zephyr in a park, and I live right next to Dorney. 
maybe try it out. Let us know how it goes one day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, you also do have a very stellar water park. I mean, almost. I, I feel like the locals go there for the water park a little bit more than the amusement park side. Is that kind of what your experience is? I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, totally. Um, because I think it's Dorney Park hasn't had like a doesn't have a standout coaster and they haven't even had a new coaster relocated one whatever since like what 2005 since hydra i think oh that's a bit is that is that real yeah they haven't had a new coaster since hydra they had that didn't they have a rumor that they were getting a like a a wooden coaster at some point and then just yeah it was like a, a shuttle gci i think kind of like a switchback at zdt's but yeah at dorney and we were promised that shit like years ago <laughs> like it's happening it's coming and was there I an announcement heard. or was it just heavy rumor um i i'm pretty sure it was an announcement at one point but don't exactly quote me on that i think that they're like this is happening like gci shuttle coaster and then just silence like i don't i'm not i have to look into it more i didn't do too much research but <laughs> bastards but yeah, I think it's because we haven't had like a new coaster or any like really new like standout addition of the park that makes people gonna that makes locals be like, we want to visit the park, fuck this water park, you know. <laughs> fuck this water park. No, there is um the most recent coaster. I, I just looked it up and then I accidentally backed out. Two two thousand eight, you got possessed, which was the relocated. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a longer dry spout than worlds of fun. So yeah, I and, think yeah, and they've yeah, had three pulled since, which Worlds of Fun has not done. So oh, we we're kind of losing our right to complain here. <laughs> yeah, you're right because we're looking at well, you got the Family Dragon coaster closed in 2010, 2008. You had the removal of Laser, their Schwarzkopf Looper, which is like was supposed to be one of their best rides. Yeah, you had another kitty coaster moved in 2010, 2017. You had uh, Stinger, the inverted boomerang taken out. So you had a lot of rides taken out in that time. You're right. Yeah. But they took out a boomerang, so that hardly counts. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that shit wasn't operating when I visited anyway, so it wasn't really there. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chef Jeff, we learned all about all the attractions here. Can you tell us all the fine culinary experiences we can find here at Dorney Park? Yeah, sure. We, uh, I kind of glossed over the standard Cedar Fair fair uh, in favor of something a little more unique. Um, Going to lead off with Chickies and Pete's. Uh, World's Fun actually formerly had a location. Uh, there are two locations in this park, with one being a sports bar, uh, home of the famous crab fries. Uh, you can also get a cheesesteak, some chick- Chickies cutlets, and wash it down with Sam Adams. Uh, It'll get you drunk. Way. Yeah. <laughs> the chickies and pizzas. Say it again. Sorry. I said the chickies and pizzas are relo- is relocated too. So. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, next on the list, we'll have the Dorney Grill, which will carry a lot of similar options to chickies and pizza. But you're going to come for the signature cheesesteak dog. That sounded pretty good to me. I want to make one at home or something. Gotta get that uh, cheesesteak, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. Um, and then we've got Joe Cool's Soda Pop Shop. Resolve your sugar craving. Sugar 
craving in Planet Snoopy with a root beer float or a hand-dipped ice cream. We'll have Oasis over in Wildwater Kingdom. Uh, we've got a pool bar. We've got a cold beer and kickback poolside. Uh, and then rounding out this list with supper time, uh, enjoy a family-style lunch or dinner in Planet Snoopy featuring chicken fingers, hot dogs, or mac and cheese. Sounds like there's some good brewskies. It sounds yeah. like there's some decent food to be had there at Dorney Park. Chef Jeff, what are you picking when you eat there? Uh, honestly, I'm going for that cheesesteak dog. Got to get that cheesesteak dog? Yeah. That's Fair the enough. whole world's there. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'll have to try one next time I go. I've never had one. Sounds do good. It. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to report back, let you guys know how the cheesesteak dog is. Yeah, please do. So, definitely definitely i didn't All see right. any pictures but i'm curious if they if they go with the whiz or if they just melt some cheese on there hopefully whiz yeah <laughs> need some whiz on my dog yeah well you can't think of dorney park without thinking of allentown pennsylvania i don't know boys you did some research i don't even know if there's anything to do here but we gotta we gotta highlight some attractions gotta highlight some food so Fucking have at it, theme parks, Dad. All right. There are quite a few things to do in Allentown. Um, Allentown is actually the third largest city in Pennsylvania. Um, and some cool things that you can kind of do here. It's a big history town. A lot of cool things to do. Number one, um, probably, the, probably the most thing that Allentown is known for is um, they created the first gas-powered car. Um, so you can actually go to America on Wheels, which is a museum for automobiles, essentially. And you just kind of, you can walk around, kind of see that, check it out, the history of all the um, cars over the history, and just kind of a great time. Um, you can also go to um, another museum that they have, as well as the Liberty Bell Museum. Even though Liberty Bell is not in Allentown, you can just go to the museum for it and also learn a lot about the Revolutionary War. So if you're into that kind of history stuff, this is the perfect opportunity for you. Um, they also have the Lee Valley Zoo. Um, it's a 29-acre zoo, so not the biggest zoo in the world, but it does have uh, more than 300 animals and 125 different species. So um, if you have the kids you want to check out the zoo, why not do it? Um, they also have an art museum as well. Um, and one thing that I've kind of noticed after you know looking into like Pennsylvania and stuff, Pennsylvania is very really big on their covered bridges. So you could always drive through these covered bridges and kind of check them out. You, there's a lot of different cities that have them. Um, it does kind of look very kind of storybook feeling to it. But, hey, if you're in that kind of stuff, check it out. Um, other than that, you know, we already went to the Automobile Museum. We can go to the Mack Trucks Historical Museum as well. Um, so they have a museum just dedicated to Mack Trucks. Um, this company was actually uh, used to be a big presence in Allentown and no longer is. Um, but they have a museum for it, and you kind of check it out, and uh, you kind of see when they first were back in the day, and so what they've come into now, as we know, a lot of semis are, are Mack trucks. Um, so yeah, um, you can also do, if you look into more of a nature thing, there's the Bakeover Oven Knob. Um, basically, it is um, on the Appalachian Trail. It cuts across um, northern Lee County, which is where Allentown is in, um, and it's a very popular hike as well, and there's like a cool like overlook we can see uh, a lot of the county and it's just a beautiful little overlook so definitely want to check that out if you want to get a little hike in 
Um, other than that, it's pretty much what all, all you could do in Allentown. So, yeah. But yeah, I don't know too much in Allentown. Uh, he covered a lot of it. Uh, there's a Peeps factory, but I fucking hate Peeps, so I'm never going there. Um, Peeps fucking suck. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, a, I, I guess you could take a tour of like the Peeps factory. I don't know. Some something like that they got the oldest drive-in movie theater which is like right outside of the city which is pretty cool and yeah and a place called lost river caverns which is in hellertown but it's like seven minutes outside of allentown it's kind of like an indian echo cavern. you wouldn't know Uh, it's like just a cavern tour like a cave tour thing and the world's largest baseball bat (coughs) nice is it like a usable baseball bat? Well, Ooh, I just probably need to have a really big person to pick it up. Shit, I scrolled too much. That's for it's for the next town. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> fuck that baseball bat. Yeah, fuck that thing. But yeah, all, all I got, all I got for Allentown is the Peeps Factory, the old drive-in movie theater, and uh, Lost River Camp Caverns. That's about it. Great attractions, covered bridge, baseball bat. That's not really in town, but kind of close. Um, all great stuff, but you know we got to refuel on something in Allentown. And Jeff, you got to fill us in, man. Yeah, I uh, picked up a few food options uh, for Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm gonna lead off the list. Uh, it's gonna be a little pricier, but uh, I'm a sucker for seafood, so you know if you're traveling, might as well. Uh, we're going to Henry's Salt of the Sea. Uh, it's a renowned uh, seafood restaurant with many offerings. Uh, the main recommendation I saw was to get the broiled seafood combo, uh, which will come to your table with lobster, scallops, sole filet, uh, crab stuffed shrimp, which just, that rustles my jimmies just saying it, uh, and Clams Casino, which I had to look up is what, what that was, because that's not a thing around here, um, but it's like clam with breadcrumbs and bacon and peppers if i understand correctly Mm. uh like i said being seafood it's going to come with an elevated price tag but it's got a very good reputation Uh, next on the list we've got the starlight cafe diner come for any meal of the day breakfast looks to be particularly good with a pretty sweet omelet menu Uh, they're known for their great american offerings at the diner so you know gonna be able to come most of the day um and be sure, if you see it, to grab a slice of cannoli cheesecake for me. Mm. I could uh, use that. That, uh, that, re- that reads pretty nice. Uh, next on the list is uh, Union and Finch. Uh, they've got a great-looking brunch menu. Appetizers, in, uh, including poutine, <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Shout out to Logan. And, uh, and burgers. Uh, appears to be very well regarded locally. Uh, Next on the list will be Damascus, which is a small Syrian restaurant serving kebabs, vegetarian options, and Middle Eastern favorites. And to round out the list, we've got the Trap with two Ps, Trapdoor, Gastropub, a craft beer haven paired with amazing food with many different offerings, including tacos, burgers, chicken, and pierogies. God bless it. I'd go here. Food I'd looks go good. Here. Heck yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I appreciate the food, Jeff. Um, 
Yeah, I like food. That's good news. Well, now it's time to move on to a favorite place of mine. Some people might call it one of my favorite places in the fucking world. Little place in Ellysburg, Pennsylvania, where you step back into time, even though it's current day. Bunch of classic amusement attractions, museums, good ass roller coasters, and even better food. Of course, we're talking about Knoebels Amusement Resort. And boys, I am so excited to talk about this. This is my favorite stop of the road trip so far. And, um, I cannot wait to talk to you about my favorite place in America, depending on the day. Yeah. Goes in between this and Disneyland, but we don't need to talk about that right now. Right now, it is Knobles. And Ryan, I know you're a huge fan of Knobles as well, and um, we have a lot of very similar opinions on this place, so uh, excited to bring you in the loop here to talk about it and yeah. uh, nerd out as I... Look at my Phoenix picture on my wall. Wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt. Yeah. Phoenix fanboys to the max. Oh, yeah. Love it. Before we jump into it, Wikipedia man, history Jeff, let's hit it. Yeah. Located in a small valley in central Pennsylvania, originally known as Peggy's Farm, Knoebels Grove was building its popularity selling soft drinks, ice cream, and snacks on the farm. They grew their business by leasing land along nearby creeks for use as summer cottages, some of which still exist in the park. In 1926, Henry Knoebel added a restaurant, a carousel, and some games, which very much set it on the path to becoming an amusement park. Uh, several floods have plagued the park over the years, but it has endured with a terrific ride lineup and, uh, so I've heard, amazing food. Mm. yeah man one of my favorite things about Knoebels is that they just like own that they flood all the time and throughout the park they'll just have 2011 flood and it's like taller than you than like the 2004 flood and it's just like yeah we chose to go ahead and build a park where it floods all the time but we're gonna fucking own it and uh here's yeah, all I the floods like like yeah, the half, over half their history listed on Knoebels is dedicated to talking about their floods <laughs> One of my favorite things about Knoebels is it may not have a very big coaster lineup, but even for having three wooden roller coasters, somehow it all pulls together for a really good coaster lineup. So we'll start off with one of their more recent ones, the Black Diamond. Black Diamond is a dark ride roller coaster that actually used to operate as Golden Nugget at Dinosaur Beach, which Dinosaur Beach used to be huh, in Wildwood, New Jersey till 1998. I didn't know it was Wildwood. But Knobles bought this ride, fixed up the animatronics a bit, and uh, rethemed it to the black. You got the black diamond, and it, it apparently is a nod to, like, local miners is what I hear. But... Great little ride if you've ever ridden, you know, Fire in the Hole or, uh, gosh, what is it? The other one, Silver Dollar City. Oh, what's the one at Dollywood? I can't remember. The Fire Chaser Express? No, 
What is no, it? No, it's not fire in the hole. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I can tell you. Off the top of my head, yeah. Definitely a roller coaster. You've got lift hills powered by gravity, and uh, just a great fun. And uh, is essentially a dark ride roller coaster mix. So I like this ride a lot. It's not like making the top 100 list by any means, but it is a great way to get out of the sun for a couple minutes and enjoy a little coaster credit. Didn't know it was a yeah. steel coaster. I thought it was a wood coaster, if I'm being no, honest. It's, yeah, it's an indoor steel coaster. I think, like, the whole mining thing, like, themed to miners, I think it's, like, a nod to Centralia, which is really oh. close to Knoebels, you know, the whole town that's underground burning or whatever I, gotcha. but yeah, I guess that's kind of what it's themed to or something but it's been forever since I've been on it because when I went all last year every time I went like sorry this attraction is temporarily closed like for the whole year and I don't yeah because I really wanted refresher on it like as an enthusiast now like oh like get to go back and revisit this and it's been closed but ah. And they also have like the Black Diamond, well, Miner Museum nearby, where they kind of do a little, little nod to it. Yeah, and, they uh, act. Yeah, they have like a whole. The town of Centralia is really close to Knoebels, but I think it's a. Uh, yeah, I have I have like this app called uh, Roadside America, and oh, it's yeah? just like. And, and you type in a town and it will tell you like everything about it. And Knoebels is actually in here, but it doesn't say Knoebels. It says mine horror ride museum, giant bread loaf, <laughs> giant bread loaf. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the, it says mine horror ride, um, pays tribute to the doom town of Centralia with a spook ride through a coal mine. That's all it says about it. <laughs> That's kind of funny because, I mean, you're not looking at a gated admission. What's kind of unique about Knoebels is it's a park. You just go in yeah. and pay per ride. So if yeah. you don't aren't interested in rides, you can just come to this free museum. And, yeah, that's a road that's like a roadside stop. Yeah, for sure. And then you I mean, find this amazing amusement park next to it. But, you know. <laughs> I don't remember, like, Black Diamond, like, being – like a spooky dark ride or indoor coaster i mean but like like i said i have to go back and uh, refresh my memory on that one this year if it's open if it's open another if it's open with your fingers crossed is flying turns which i love the the story of flying turns this this is a ride that was added in 2013 but literally took seven years to build and was built completely in-house so Flying Turns is like a bobslide style attraction, and there are bobslide style attractions out there, but they're all steel now. They used to have wooden bobsleds, and this was like a normal thing that was brought back by Knoebels, which is another thing that I love about Knoebels. There was, this made no sense to add. There was no reason to add this, but since Knoebels is so much about amusement park history and preserving classics, they just created a classic, which is I don't know any other park in America that would do this. Yeah. Maybe Little America, maybe. But it would be it wouldn't be this this scope, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think the park built it themselves too, which is It like, did. Yeah, yeah. And currently it's been down for I don't know, one or two years at this point. Um, I think since like 
before COVID, like, so almost three years. <laughs> so it's like been down for a while. So it's like, yeah. when is it going to open back up? Cause I don't think it officially has yet. They're, they're doing a little bit of a redesign on it, but you know, a redesign, is that another seven years? <laughs> God, I hope not. I mean, I've actually been on it a handful of times and yeah. um, I mean, this was like before, like, you know, pre-enthusiast days, but still, like, I'm convinced that it's the best bobsled I've been on. Um, it Absolutely. Was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I've been on Reptilian. I I mean, I rode it as Avalanche, like, years ago. Same. And nothing too special, but, like, for some reason, like, I distinctly remember riding flying turns and being, like, that's awesome. You know, it's a, a lot of tight turns. Like, the thing's just, like, on top of itself, like, so compacted, but it, it's awesome. And there's parts of it, like, it's not like incredibly intense or anything, but there are some moments where it like almost feels out of control. And uh, God, that's what I love about it. It's just, yeah, once you, once you get, once you get down towards the bottom, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I do sneak this into my top 25, I believe just Damn. because it, it is just so unique and yeah. so special. Like the airtime's not crazy on it. The, the forces aren't crazy, but it's not like you jump the track or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just the story of like this park just built this for no fucking reason at all. And it's yeah. actually a thing that safely exists is like, I, I think knocks it up for me. And I'm not sure if it's like the only wooden bob sled, but I'm pretty sure. I think it is. Now. Yeah, I think yeah. it is at this point. Which is well, awesome. Yeah. Uh, another staple of this park, actually, you don't see the skyline of this park really driving up to it. But when you do pull up, they do hit you in the face with, uh, I would say, one of the most modern rides at Knobles. And uh, there's a lot of question marks of, like, does this ride actually fit in Knobles? Or is this, like, Knobles being too modern? But I actually love the addition. This is Impulse, which is a, a Zaire. You know, I call it a Eurofighter. But I guess to be a Eurofighter, it's got to be a Gerslauer or whatever. But it's like a yeah. model. It look, It's a fucking Eurofighter, right? Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and <laughs> it has four inversions in it. It's butter smooth. And I've been thinking about this lately. I don't think I've ever been on a Zaire coaster that was no good. Yeah, I'm with you. Her Bolton's awesome. You know, Impulse is awesome. <laughs> all those little kitty family coasters that are through malls and they're yeah. all good. I've only been on uh, Harley Quinn's Crazy Train, I think, because one of their Tivoli coasters, that's yeah. about the old kitty cred i've been on but and like it's pretty good for a family kitty hybrid coaster yeah yeah and uh i rode this thought it might be a little bit rough and seemed butter smooth when i rode it a so couple smooth. times and yeah it's just it's just a damn good ride I, I don't see how zaire hasn't added more of these yeah i mean I thought, like, when I first wrote it, I'm like, man, that was such a good Eurofighter. And then I'm like, what Gerslauer is this? And then I realized that it wasn't. And then I looked <laughs> up, then I looked up others here or Zyre coasters. And I guess uh, Wicked at Lagoon is one that's just oh. like Impulse, but it has the launch lift hill instead. So, so those are like, they're, they call them, they're not called Eurofighters. They call them uh, tower coasters. And there's only, yeah, two. And it's um, Wicked and, impulse but impulse is awesome man especially with the lap bars just mm -hmm. oh, lap bar only i love that you know like especially on Eurofighters, hydras at casino here's another one with just lap bars and yeah but obviously impulse is way better I mean. 
Yeah, I, I love that. There's just more to it, you know. But I mean, I I really appreciate Impulse for what it is. I think it's a good fit for a park because you know everyone's like, where the hell are the rides at Invert at? You know. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, and like it makes more sense to put in a Zaire like tower coaster than it would like a BNM invert at Knoebels. It just like oh, yeah. it still kind of works because like it's like a lower capacity and it feels more kind of know. a smaller kind of a smaller company smaller park vibe you know yeah yeah i respect that next coaster on the list is one you should not be ashamed of riding um added in 2009 and completed or took the place of high speed thrill coaster which people used to say was like the best kitty coaster or whatever but this is a miler kitty coaster and um you know kind of goes over a river it's fun pretty good ride I don't need to rewrite it after I've ridden it once, but uh, I'd say better than most kiddie coasters, maybe just because it's in Knobles. Yeah. <laughs> but like you have only been on it once. And I mean, I thought it was pretty wild for a kiddie coaster. I don't know if that's because like I'm an adult, not made for, for the cars or whatever, but I was, I was getting launched on them little hills. It was, <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some like laterals and stuff too, where it's like, okay, this thing bangs you around a little bit. And then yeah, we kids probably kids probably fucking love that thing. It's I mean, just looking at it from like an off-ride perspective, I'm like, this thing's wild. It's gonna kill these kids. Like it's cruising, you know, but it's pretty good for what it is. For sure. And then we also have two really good, really, really good wooden roller coasters at this park. And uh the first one we'll bring up because we are gonna save the best for last one. Right, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, absolutely got to. <laughs> But uh, second best Woody maybe in this, well, maybe third best in the park, but depends on who you're talking to. Another coaster built in-house, Twister, which was a 1999 edition and um, cost of $3 million, a ride that's 101 feet tall, 51 and a half miles an hour. And this is definitely a unique ride. I know it's modeled after kind of the original Twister coaster out in Colorado, which was pretty legendary. And couple things that are unique about this ride is it has that weird split lift hill situation where um, you go like halfway up the lift hill, there's a turnaround, and then you go up the next lift hill, which is, uh, I guess, space consuming and kind of creates the twister vibe of going in and out of the structure. And um, there's also like great laterals on this ride with like a double helix in the middle. God, yeah. And that's that's probably one of the best moments of this ride, if you ask me. Yeah, the laterals are crazy on it. Yeah, sure. this is this is like a lateral smoothie situation. And um, I do love the view of the first drop, where you're just like diving into a mess of of uh, wooden track. It's pretty special. Um, I don't know if I took all the talking points on that, Ryan, but I mean, what are your thoughts on Twister? I mean, um, Twister, like, it's not as beloved as Phoenix, but it's just as good in terms of, like, ride experience. I mean, it's, I mean, you said it's, like, oh, probably second best in the park. I think it's the second best wooden coaster in Pennsylvania. I mean, Phoenix, number one, but. (laughs) I think there's an argument to be made there. I I haven't been up to uh, Waldemir for Ravine Flyer yet, but, yeah. Yeah, Waldemir, Ravine Flyer 2 is pretty special. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm sure that will take take the number two from Twister. But I mean, at for as of now, Twister is my one of the best woodies in PA for me. 
There you go. And there are people that um, would say that Twister is better than Phoenix. I know there's a couple people in that house. Um, Those people just don't appreciate history. It's okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> so let's move on to the king of the park. The reason you came here. Um, and this is the Phoenix roller coaster. And Dave, the Phoenix roller coaster is some people don't get it. Okay, so just to kind of take you back on the history, the park actually relocated this roller coaster from Playland Park back when it was Rocket. And it um, was added in 1948 in San Antonio, Texas, closed in 1980. And Knobles was like, hey, you know that roller coaster you got down there you just closed? We want to relocate this wooden roller coaster, which to me, it just sounds so insane. And um, really just celebrate it and take care of it and make it one of the best wooden coasters out there. And when we talk about Phoenix, I think there's a lot of coaster boys out there that think this can't be a number one ride because all it has is airtime and there's not a whole lot happening before the ending. And I need quick transitions and I need blah, blah, blah. But to me, the Phoenix roller coaster is just like this perfect mix this perfect feel. It's almost a feeling of a perfect classic wooden roller coaster. You got those Absolutely. high turnarounds. You got the tunnel that takes you to the lift hill and the ending with just the buzz bars on the restraints and like, what is it, four or five airtime hills where you, it's a, it's a sensation, a floater where there's so much room that you are literally floating in your seat oh, through yeah. the end of the ride. And my God, dude, it's one of my favorite fucking coasters. Absolutely. I mean, it per to me, like, it perfectly, like, encapsulates, like, everything I love about coasters, you know, like, and just one ride. I mean, I grew up, it was probably my first ever, like, legitimate roller coaster growing up. And when I, and when my parents put me on that thing, I was getting fucking launched. Like, you wouldn't believe. Especially and as a kid. Yeah, and I, you know, they were, like, holding me in, you know, basically, like, <laughs> one arm around, like, one arm around me like this, and I'm just, but, I mean, it's so many good memories with that coaster, and, like, still to this day, it gives me good ones, man. I mean, it's still, it's, it still delivers on, like, that ride experience that I've, like, grown to love, and it's, it's consistently good, consistently. Every fucking time, and the park takes such good care of it. Oh, my God, yeah. When has it's, Phoenix was, ever been rough? Yeah, I really like it. Uh, Halloween, like Hollow Fun Weekends there, Knobles, like that tunnel you were talking about. They put this, this big orange pumpkin mouth over it and you go like in through the tunnel. It's so cool. Like just special little shit like that that the park does is what makes it what it is, you know? It's true. It just, God, doesn't get much better. Yeah. And then there's people that are like, ah, it's overrated. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, ah, I, I well, you just that. must. Yeah. Every time I hear somebody say Phoenix is overrated, I just picture they're at like King's Dominion eating chicken fingers and riding I-305 over and over again. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like you don't understand what amusement parks are supposed to feel like. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's more I mean, for me, it's definitely like a nostalgia thing without a doubt, because I grew up like, you know, going to that park. But I mean, I, I get people's points like that. Like they're they're so accustomed to like these RMCs and like rides that just like completely try to throw you out the train i mean phoenix does yeah <laughs> but like 
but I mean, a, a lot of people just have like this taste for intensity, you know, which mm-hmm. Phoenix doesn't really have like for 80% of the ride. And, and I can see like their opinions on that. That's fine. They didn't grow up with it, you know, but to me, it's just, I did um like my real, like I got asked like, what's your favorite like moment of airtime? But like, mm-hmm. and, you know, that finale on Phoenix, it's, it's probably my favorite moment. Yeah. It's the reason I rewrite it. I don't rewrite many coasters, but I could rewrite that thing all day. Oh yeah, I think one day I rode it sixteen times in a row, and I and I tapped out after that because like my ass was sore from coming out of my seat so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your ass can only take so much of the airtime. Yeah, true. It's uh, probably my most ridden coaster too. Now that I think about it, like I probably rode Phoenix more than any other coaster. It's got to be like past the hundreds at this point. I don't keep track of that shit, but I'm jealous. Nah, Phoenix is like, down, it's just the heart. It's not the what's crazy is Phoenix isn't even really the heart of the park. It's just of the coaster lineup. It's there's just so many other awesome things at Knobles, too. Oh my god, yeah. Which is why it makes it one of the best freaking parks in America. So I know you're pretty much a local to this park. You spend a lot of time here. There are a lot of other attractions, a lot of other museums and just things to fill your time. And then Chef Jeff here in a little bit is going to go over the food here. And my God, this place is fucking amazing. Anyway, why don't you go ahead and start us off with some of your favorites, Ryan? Um, other attractions at Knobles. All right, where to start? <laughs> All right, uh, starting with the best, the Haunted Mansion at Knobles mm. is my favorite dark ride on this planet, man. That thing. <laughs> Just the smell of it, like I feel home. Like it has the, the certain smell in in the in the haunted house at Knobles. It's just like feels like home to me. I don't know. Um, it does. But yeah, it is. I wish they put that in a candle. I would buy the shit out of that. But, <laughs> I would it too. Is, it is. Um, I mean, I love Disney's haunted mansion, but I I gotta go with the one at Knobles for the I mean it's it's just so classic so good and it's changed so much throughout the years like the interior and like you know the sets and you know rooms and stuff but it still is maintained like this is one of the best dark rides ever and it's long as shit too that Mm -hmm. thing's awesome and one thing I actually love about that is um, you can buy like the all-day wristband and 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 ride this thing or you can't actually this is the only ride that's not on the all-day wristband. You actually have to pay pay the price to ride it. And the yeah. reason is that they don't want people to get, like, comfortable to where they're, like, reaching out and damaging things. Like, they just – they take so much care out of it. And uh, even just in their policies of riding this thing, it's like, nah, the all-day wristband, this is not included. We don't want any vandals in here. It's just, like, it's so cool. <laughs> it's like, who protects their dark rides more than Knobles? Yeah. What are some what are some other? Um so yeah, did the haunted mansion they have the best like um the flyer swings, those things. Yeah. They, they let you the snap them. They do let you snap them. Uh I did I snapped mine growing up because like my one friend taught me how to do it. And I'm like, oh the... and it I, it terrified me. I thought I was gonna like hit the fucking ground. So <laughs> I haven't snapped since, but it's still a very enjoyable uh still a very enjoyable ride it is and uh, i think even when enthusiasts are talking about flyers and how awesome they are they're usually talking about the one at Knobles. yeah 
I did I did the ones at Carowinds and they, they were pretty decent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. These just hit different. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So it took me like riding other flyers rides at other parks to realize that the one in Knobles is legit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There's something special about it. Um, there's, let me see what else I have here on my nose. So there's also a flat ride there. Like we were talking about impulse, like feeling kind of out of place. There's a flat ride there called Power Surge. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever ridden that. I've been too it's afraid got, to ride it. <laughs> I, used, I used to love it. Like as a teenager, I'd ride, ride it all the time. And then I found out that like, it's a super rare flat ride, apparently. Probably like a couple others. I don't know. Because I saw, I mean, in, in America, at least, I'm trying to look it up, but my notes are all over the place. I can't even think where, where there is another power surge. Yeah. There's only a couple in America, I'm pretty sure. I came across that, and I'm like, oh, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> But yeah, sure. power surge, crazy flat ride, feels out of place at Knobles, but you know, I welcome it. It's a fun one. Um, yeah. Let me think what else? They're paratroopers. They still got one of those. That's always awesome. <laughs> Do love a paratrooper. It doesn't get me too sick either. Yeah. They got a scrambler for you, Coaster Bro. Mm. That's what I'm here for. I need a, I need to park with a scrambler. I'm not going. Yeah. A couple of my favorites um, are actually kind of more of the not so much thrilling, but like relaxing and just like transportation rides here. And a couple of those, I mean, you've got two different trains that you can take that just kind of like go through the structures and out into the countryside. And you can see Knobles feeding squirrels with corn and it's just like <laughs> just like really fun rides to go on. Um, I'm also a big fan of their sky ride that just goes up to nowhere oh, and yeah. just goes up a mountain, turns around and then comes back down and you get a really good view of Knobles as you're coming back down. And um, another just underrated one, the motorboats. I mm. love just taking those <laughs> Jeff with the motorboat action on the zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> good. Tell you knew what you were doing there, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, but the motorboats, you can take those around and like it goes underneath the kitty coaster and like you're just driving in this trough. Yeah. <laughs> you it's can crazy that, like, there's, yeah, yeah there's no like track on that. You can just go wherever. Yeah. <laughs> really, you can just run into other boats and it's like acceptable. <laughs> and then you do have the, uh, what I would consider the heart of the park is their grand carousel that you can ride on the outside horses and get the rings as you're going by like they, they put out an arm and you put your finger out and get as many rings as you can as you're going around and the goal is to get the golden rings so you can get a free ride on the carousel which there's only i think there's one on the west coast and maybe one special one that's not in an amusement park in the u.s and that's the only people that do that anymore so it's uh in my opinion, just the idea of that ride just encapsulates what what, what Knobles all is all about. But yeah, some yeah, great rides. Sure. God, yeah, I, gotta, I, I gotta give. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, for me, the heart of the park is definitely you know the haunted mansion. That's just 
when I think Chernobyl's, that's what I think of. Uh, I haven't done the carousel, and I'll have to get back on it this year for sure. Oh, get you gotcha. a ring or something. Uh, but yeah i haven't done the carousel in many many years but i mean it is gorgeous just to walk past hear the big organ band thing they have there and, mm -hmm. yeah. and i left off one other one you've got the best bumper cars in america Ooh, those bumper cars man they go so fast it looks like you're just getting in car collisions the whole time and yeah it's so it's, fun it is it is a very violent bumper cars yeah <laughs> It's super true. I think that's all like the main ones that I get excited about. I'm like scrolling through to see if there's any more, but they have got... a they have a defunct coaster there. It was called Whirlwind. I've been on that, but I think it got relocated to like South America or Brazil or something. And it's still operating. So it's oh not... really? Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I had like I had like 13 defunct credits and I had to get rid of two of them. And mm. And Whirlwind at Knobles was one because it's still operating. But it's at Parque Diversiones in Costa Rica. Yeah. Got the big snake mouth entrance. Yeah, that's what I was gonna point out. <laughs> it's super cool. It's just like coming out of the bushes and it's like, come on in, ride the yeah. snake. <laughs> and then uh, a couple other things just to bring up with Knobles before we move on to food is they've got just a lot of different experiences. Like they have their little carousel museum and the Knobles museum and the mining museum that you can just walk in and, and take a break from the rides. And, and just, I mean, if you take your time, you could spend 20, 30 minutes in all those museums. And then for me, one thing I will always do every time I go to Knobles is take like a $20 bill, walk into the fascination parlor, and slap that shit down and play like at least $20 worth of fascination while I'm at the park. And Chef Jeff, I know you played fascination at Indiana beach. Um, what are your thoughts, Chef Jeff, on the fascination game? I could uh, grab a 20 and sit right next to you. <laughs> there we go. Why stop there? Why stop? No, I, it was, it was a blast. I love, I loved it so much. I'd love Something. to do it again. There's something about the atmosphere of just sitting in a parlor with a bunch of people racing to make a bingo on the fascination game. And for those of you who don't know what fascination is, first of all, where you been? Second of all, it's a great game. So you've got these red balls and um, it's funny because there's balls involved so you can make ball jokes and you can roll them down this classic game and you're trying to get the balls in the hole to make like a bingo or a, a blackout situation. And you can win just stupid shit like meat slicers and like candy bars and finger traps. And like, after you win a certain amount of tickets, you can like, the, the prizes are just ridiculous there. And that's, it's just such a fun thing. And it's like the most Northeast thing ever is to win a meat slicer. at a. <laughs> yeah. You can win anything from like a Tootsie roll to an air fryer. It's crazy. <laughs> it was just like, why is it an air fryer? Why not? Walking out of a theme park, bringing home an air fryer. <laughs> Instead of paying $20, you just want an air fryer Yeah, for parking, you know? And you only had to spend 120 to get it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, another staple of this park is their food. So, Chef Jeff, if you could educate 
the fine folks of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast on what we should be eating when we go to the Knobles Amusement Resort. So I'm going to lead off by saying, like, first of all, I've never been. Uh, Knobles has been elected the 18-time champion of best park food in the world. What? 18 <laughs> times. <laughs> That's what's so, up. Probably golden tickets, but still, that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I'm largely going on site, obviously. Uh, so feel free to chime in with any corrections or additions that are worth noting. I had a really hard time whittling it down to five, <laughs> but here, are, here are my five. Uh, leading off with the Alamo, mm. uh, it's a full service sit down restaurant that has been in operation since 1926 got to do it it's like uh, going to the uh, chicken restaurant at knots you got to do it i weirdly haven't had the alamo before i would not recommend it oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i would avoid the alamo but i mean that's just <laughs> i they, guess that's uh, already strike one don't they do like um specials and stuff there i mean there's just so much there's so many better options in the park i mean like but i mean it does like i said like it does have its fans like people fucking love the alamo but personally like i'm not gonna go to i mean a, an amusement park for some mexican food you know no but like yeah i mean it's it's uh I, but it's it can be hit or miss i mean but yeah well it very well could be one of those things that's geared for tourists and well. like if you're expecting a sit-down meal like that's yeah, I think that's the only place to sit down and eat there that has yeah. like an actual building to sit and eat. And I will say, like, my favorite style of going to Knobles is just like picking up a snack food, eating it, just kind of snacking through the day on like whatever your taste buds and smells attract you to. That's the way. So, fuck off, Jeff. Why'd you say the Alamo? Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm coming in blind here. It is the biggest restaurant they have, so yeah. yeah. I think it's worth mentioning. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, backyard barbecue. We've got some fresh roasted corn, turkey legs, pork chops, and bacon on a stick. God dang. Bacon on a stick, man. I've never had it. Never had bacon on a stick. I've had the corn, though. It's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love some good corn. Oh, yeah. Uh, I skipped over a lot of, op there's, like I said, it is so hard picking places here. Um, the next option I selected was the international food court, uh, carrying American, Polish, Italian, Mexican, Asian options, uh, a lot of breakfast stuff too. Um, so if you, if you're going in with your family and everybody's having a hard time deciding what they want, this would probably be a good place to hit. They got breakfast at Knobles? What? I didn't know that. Apparently. That sounds awesome. Right. Uh, <laughs> next next up, we got Phoenix Junction. Uh, Phoenix Junction specializes in premium sandwiches made with beef, chicken, or vegetarian options. Uh, they also have some pretty sweet-looking appetizers. Uh, Phoenix Junction. Got to get uh, a Phoenix burger. Say it again. The, they have something called the Phoenix Burger, and that's mm. usually what I get. It's real good. What is it? What, like, what's on it? 
shit i'll have to look it up i don't know <laughs> i don't think it's any, i don't think it's anything like special it's just a regular hamburger it doesn't have like phoenix sauce or anything crazy. <laughs> it's, just, it's good that's fantastic just a standard ass burger that's delicious they do yeah. have a if i was going at least for a burger they've got one called the, the garlic butter bacon burger that'd probably be the one Ooh. i'd give a shout that's the kind of burger that'll like lubricate your intestines. Yeah, and your death. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then uh, round off the last of my list, uh, the round stand, where you can get many Knoebels favorites like their pierogies, tri taters, and their cheesesteaks. They are famous for their like pierogies and um, their. Ta- triangular taters or whatever they're called yeah i mean i can't not go to knobles and not get pierogi that's like my favorite food at the park i mean if i if i want something philly and i'm going with phoenix burger but like if i just want to walk around and snack i'm going pierogies mm. they're awesome there i'm a pierogi fan myself so i'm yeah. definitely gonna be making that happen yeah they, yeah that's weird they got like Pennsylvania Dutch, weird Pennsylvania like Dutch stuff like offered like, oh, you could get like big turkey leg and regular and then here's pierogies, you know. <laughs> like, I've never been to a theme park that that offered pierogies before. So. And a couple things that I want to mention too, and I found like one of my favorite experiences is just to walk up to a stand if something looks good, buy it because the food is like affordable here. It's not theme park prices. You're like paying what you would at a fast food restaurant pretty much yeah so, um i, I kind of i already miss it but one of my favorite places was cesari's pizza and uh, uh, the owners right. retired yeah and so it's not them anymore it's a different kind of pizza so it's i'm like kind of sad because i always i always had to get a slice of cesari's when i was there yeah um but you know it happens the operator that's kind of what's cool about the place like the operators retired and they were just like nah no, you can't still run this place. This is a family business, so we're not just going to hand this oh, off yeah. to some Joe Schmo. Um, so that's kind of interesting, but I will miss the Saris. A um, couple other options, I remember getting a, a waffle sandwich with, like, a Neapolitan ice cream bar in the middle, and that was just a great mix of, like, hot and cold and delicious. And then I also had the uh, kettle corn here, which their kettle corn is just... <laughs> It's yeah. very worth getting a bag on the way out for the car or something. And I don't remember where to get all these things, but they're out there. You'll find you'll you'll smell the kettle corn for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You'll find it. <laughs> and uh, even just like ice cream at the park is just cheap and delicious. Yeah, really good ice cream. Yeah, I think the uh, the main. Uh honorable mention if i had to, to say one would be the I, i'm a i'm a fan of uh, potato pancakes so i got a potato cake stand mm. they're known for the potato cakes there's just so many freaking awesome things at knobles did i forget anything guys is there anything on your list that i we both forgot we all forgot to mention yeah so uh when uh, i was talking about dorney and their log flume being one of my personal favorites the log flume at Knoebels is just as good if I, I would put the one at Dorney over it but the Knoebels log flume is probably my second favorite in the state very nice. good log flume go through some cool caves very old school feel 
I don't know. I dig it. That whole park, man. And we didn't even say the antique cars. We didn't even say like their awesome drop tower. They got a Starbucks in the park. There's all sorts <laughs> of stuff happening. They got and, one, uh, of one thing I just I just have to recommend for those of you that have never been to Knobles, it's very easy. Whenever you're planning, you know, your death trip to Pennsylvania and trying to hit all the parks and make sure you get Dorney in, make sure you get enough time at Hershey. One thing that's just underrepresented, represented, rep under underrepresented. Nope. You guys get what I'm saying here. Slow down at Knobles. It's very easy to go in, get your six credits and leave, but you're just missing out on so much. Mm. I think the beauty of this park is you can slow down, you can take your time, you can spend your time playing Fascination for 30 minutes to an hour. You can go into the museums, you can ride all these unique attractions that often don't exist at other places. And the people that go in and say, yeah, I, I spent a half day there and I got all the credits and I left. I didn't get it. I didn't understand what was going on. That's your own damn fault. You got to slow down. You got to smell the roses. Um, because when you really slow down and look, there's a lot of special things going on at Knobles that a lot of other parks don't have. And that's just what I would say is my closing remarks of why Knobles is one of the best places on the fucking planet. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Sam, I would agree completely with this, you know, taking your time, slowing down, appreciating, you know, what Knobles really is as a park, because I've never been to another park like it. You know, it's just that special, man. And there's often times where people will say, like, Waldemere is like a tiny Knobles or, um, you know, some of these smaller parks that have like similar charm. But everybody always points back to Knobles as like, nah, they're, they're the ones that do it best. So. Got to spend your time there. They are the small park standard. It's true. Well, Ryan, I appreciate you joining in today. Can you uh, let the listeners know where to find you? And tell us a little bit about what you're up to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm on Instagram as OnRide Ryan. A uh, pretty recent account, um, but it's been getting some, you know, it's really fun getting feedback from the coaster community engaging with all y'all it's a you know so i pretty much spend my whole life on instagram that's where you can find me <laughs> um, other than what i've been up to uh so when i was listening to your whore the shore episode it got me pretty pumped um because we're going i'm going to um maury's pier for the first time oh yeah. shit first time yeah first time taking my girl it's probably going to be in a couple of weeks from now, we're going to be hitting up Maury's probably after like early June, maybe. But yeah, I'm stoked for it. Can't wait for that. So and then when I was listening to that, you're like, oh, we're doing our PA Parks episode. And I'm like, need any help? Let me know. And you're like, just going to throw you on the fucking show. So, <laughs> yeah, I just saw you like make a reel or two. And I was like, yeah, this dude's going to be an awesome creator one day. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and bring him on the show and let's just see what fucking happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just like, you know, it, I mean like when i was doing this podcast like i've never done one and like i'm not that good at speaking or whatever so like so i'm like oh like i have this microphone and like do, am i gonna need this thing and like and i was thinking like you know at the end of the day like yeah like those like it's all a learning process but like you really don't need much like effectively like 
share your opinion on roller coasters. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's true. Just something, yeah, it's just like something that I love, like personally. Um, growing up in PA, it's just uh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. See what I mean? <laughs> it's all right. No, yeah. that's one thing though. Like you mentioned earlier, like you don't need a fucking fancy microphone. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but theme park stud just like turned into a robot and stopped talking. We kicked him off the Zoom, but uh, we're just fucking talking on cell phones and like it's just just do it for fun. Like you don't need yeah, yeah. you don't need to invest a lot of money if you got a phone. You can pretty much do anything. So I just encourage uh, if if you're wanting to take the leap, take the leap. Jeff's showing off his lapel mic. Yeah, this mic, hang on, plugs into the phone and has a has a splitter. One of these is my headphones, which I just have an earbud plugged in. And then sorry, the other one goes to this lapel mic, which was like seven bucks. Ah, yeah, I was gonna just use like my old Apple iPhone like headphones that had the little mic thing here you know what i mean but but yeah i mean i just it, it this is all a learning process but i mean learning how to like start off with reels and shit like that's what really helped me like it's really user-friendly shit like that that's what helps me to i don't know create coaster content or at least try to anyways <laughs> well while you're trying i highly recommend that you, you guys follow ryan on on ryan ryan and and check out his instagram He's doing a great job with the reels, answering some questions. And uh, I don't know. I just like, I love your realness and especially love your Wu-Tang tattoo. So Thanks, like, man. <laughs> at the very least, follow him for the Wu-Tang tattoo. <laughs> All right. I actually, so I actually okay. asked for a Batman symbol and they gave me this at the shop. I don't even know what the fuck Wu-Tang is. <laughs> <laughs> that is the happiest mistake ever made. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, next stop on the show, guys, uh, we'll, here in about a month, we'll be highlighting Pittsburgh parks or the small parks around, probably all of them, probably the, the three small parks that are around Pittsburgh as well as Kennywood. So we got another fucking awesome Pennsylvania show coming up. And then um, we've got a new show that's been kind of popping. I, I took this Friday off, but we've been doing – podcast about twice a week so make sure you're following our in our uh our spotify wherever you find podcasts apple whatever stitcher wherever the hell you are make sure you're following us we're putting out a lot of content and it's a lot of fun and we've been teasing a patreon for a very 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 long time and i promise it's coming soon you're gonna have a little off topic show for you guys little extra opportunities to throw some money in the tip jar for some extra content so Keep an eye out for that. That'll be coming soon. And then everything else you need to see, you can just find us at solo.to slash coaster to find our Twitter, our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Got it? Good. Got it. Well, thanks again for joining us, Ryan. Thanks so for having works. me. It's great to be on the show. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And Hell yeah. Is, since we kicked theme park stud off of the show, uh, I'm not really sure how to close it out. Um, but I guess we just say, uh, we'll make Ryan do it. Ryan, just say, stay fly America. You know what to do. If you go ahead and pop that in. Stay fly America. You know what to do. Go visit Knobles. Eat a fucking brogy and ride in row three of Phoenix. Wah, wah, wah. Peace. <laughs>